Welcome to DNVR Rams Live, presented by Nature's of Colorado, the Northeastern Colorado dispensary, providing top quality cannabis and a wide variety of products. Remember to use that code DNVR online or mention DNVR in store or drive through. Special guest with me, RG, the man, the myth, the legend. Pew, 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 pew. Let's go. RG, a fellow CSU alum, he is the slickest behind the camera in the Mile High City, in the whole state of Colorado. He'll be up there. Damn right. I like it, man. I like it. I like the confidence. (laughs) We need the energy because let's face it, Tuesday night was rough. It was a tale of two halves. Um, (laughs) You play about as well as you could hope in the first half, establish a 14-point lead over San Diego State in Viejas, a tall task. Second half, get outscored 41 to 11, end up losing by double digits. We'll get into all of that. Um, later on, we're going to, I'm going to pick your brain a little bit on how the atmosphere at Moby compares to some of the other, oh, you know, like top yes. sporting events that you've been to. Yes, and then um, give my Mountain West power rankings very briefly. And then at the end, NCAA football is back, man. The first oh, time in a decade. Is it ever? So we're going to get into that. Oh, we're getting into it. We're going to, I got some things. You got some things to say? I got some things, man. All right, we're going to build the uh, the perfect school like using mascots, uniforms. That's going to be fun. All the all the stuff I that really so matters. I'm excited to see your options. Right, we got a question here from Taylor in the comment section. Fellas, when's the new basketball shirt dropping? I don't know. I can confirm that it's happening. I've brought it up a couple of times. We'll see. Sometime soon Eric in the near is future. quite busy. Uh, I can promise you it, it won't go over well if I bring it up right now. Yes. Eric's um, a CSU guy. It's coming. I promise. It is coming, though, for sure. I promise. Uh, we had some logistical stuff that slowed us down early on. As usual. Let's get into it. Um, CSU, they fall 71 to 55 at San Diego State Tuesday night. It, it's been a tough few days for me as a sports consumer. Every team that I've been rooting for over you the mean last sports week. better? No, oh, really, okay, okay, actually, okay. just a consumer. Um, <laughs> I made money on the Super Bowl despite having the the outcome not uh, be what I wanted okay. in my heart, um, which is a kind of a weird position to be in, by the way. When <laughs> it means you're smart enough to know about Patrick Mahomes. Well, in principle, if you can get Patrick Mahomes at plus money, you should just do that every single time it's available, <laughs> and you're probably going to be significantly more ahead than you are behind. But that's followed up by a couple of Nuggets collapses where they're up double digits, Bro. and CSU with a chance to sweep San Diego state to control their own destiny in the conference title race. I mean, sweeping a team that's coming off of a national championship appearance. That's, that's a nice little feather in your cap and man, I mean, I guess I'll give the Rams this when, when things go wrong, they really go wrong. Uh, just a train wreck in that second half. Like I said, 41 to 11 CSU got outscored 11 points. I saw online and I, I don't have the account, so I can't cite it properly, but it's the least amount of points San Diego state has ever given up in a half of basketball at Viejas arena. Um, the Rams already had a historic collapse in Wyoming. You know, one of the, the worst, I don't know what to make from this. I don't remember that Wyoming game. That's not, that's the thing. Like, what do you even take away from a game like this where, (sighs) you know, the first half you play great, you dominated San Diego state in the first matchup. So really, you know, three out of the four halves you've played this year, you were the superior team. That would be my takeaway. That would be my takeaway because honestly, it it got comical at one point where I was like, oh, so they're just not going to score at all. Like it wasn't just 11 points in the second half. It was like six points in 15 minutes. Like it was not, it was just not happening. It was, there was like, 
And what was weird about that game is just it felt like there were not that many possessions for either team in the second half. And then all of a sudden, San Diego State was up 15. And so I don't it, it was just like it. it I, I don't know. It, it's like it was almost softened by the, the hilarity of how little they scored, where I was like, that's not going to happen every single time. The Wyoming one was just a collapse. And it was like, dude. Like, well, that's the thing is I want to I want to mark both of those losses off as fluky. And I think yeah. the circumstances were to an extent I mean, CSU. They were coming off of their best four game stretch of conference play. They had trailed for all of like two and a half minutes over a four game stretch. Hadn't gone down by more than two. Then you come out, you know, you start on fire, hit a bunch of threes. You're up 14. And the thing was, they closed the first half strong, too. Like they yeah. they, they come out, they hit the threes. But you could see a situation where a game plays out like this, where all the offensive explosion was in the first five minutes. And then as the first half went on, you could like feel it starting to fizzle. That's not what happened. The Rams right. closed on a seven Oh run. They were the better team over the final five minutes of the first half. And then in the second half, man, and it really comes down to Jaden Liddy. He was the difference in this game for them. He had to sit 13 minutes in that first half with foul trouble, but he had 27 points in Dude. 26 minutes. 10 of 14 from the floor, seven of 11 from the free throw line. He had six boards as well. Only one turnover. I mean, it, it was video game type production down the end there, especially as the Rams oh, got into foul trouble. No one could stop him. And it, the the funny thing was, is that San Diego state was like, okay, back to you. Like uh, we, we are daring you to, that was the one thing that CSU didn't have. They didn't have any, like no one, nobody no one stepped up. No. And it was like, I mean, Isaiah Stevens would try and it would usually end up in a layup that was blocked or just it was like somehow off or, or a transition three that really should have that, that was too early. Like there was just a lot of fluke stuff, a lot of turnovers. But yeah, there was no there was just in a team that I feel has so much depth. No one there was just no one there to even just like stop the bleeding. It was just closing games is a skill which we have here in the comment yeah. section. Um AO, I can't pronounce Derbyshire, I think, says, How fluky when is it when it's now happened twice in a short amount of time? You can't have two flukes in a 30 plus game season. I mean, it wasn't back to back. There's four wins in between those in which you trailed for all of two points. You beat two of the top teams in your league comfortably. Um, I'm not trying to push back. Like, it was a horrible loss. It can't happen. If you're going to come on here and, and you want me to be like, the sky is falling, throw it all out the picture. This is who this team is. I just don't believe right. that. I think there have been some weird results for sure. And it, it's worrisome going you know, forward. I, I think this loss very likely realistically takes them out of the regular season title picture. And, and we'll get into all that, whether it really matters that much or not. It's more of a, a vanity achievement than anything, but it feels like a big missed opportunity. It's tough to be up double digits in Viejas Yes, I feel like CSU got kind of a tough whistle in that second half. I just thought it was inconsistent, but I mean, you can't use that as an excuse when you play this poorly. Um, you know, like wins over San Diego State are just so tough to come by. A couple weeks back, I went through like my favorite CSU hoops victories over the year, and I think four out of the top 10 were over at the Aztecs <laughs> because those wins, they mean a lot. The league yes. still runs through San Diego State until proven otherwise, and I think that was just a big disappointment for me was that on a night where you had a, a chance to kind of put your stamp on the mountain West conference as, you know, one of the premier teams as one of the brands along mm -hmm. with the Aztecs, you know, you kind of let them come right back. I don't know. It felt very 
CSU football uh, versus Boise State esque, where you know there were so many instances where it's like, yeah, you were competitive there for like three seconds. And then at the end, like the the real premier team of the league showed who they are. I think this is more of a useful game than the Wyoming game for CSU down the stretch. I think that this is a that they uh, San Diego State showed a glaring weakness for the Rams. Now, again, like I like a 41 to 21 half in San Diego State, like after you were hot in the first half, I'm one to think if you're hot in one half, you probably might not be the second half or, you know, the numbers, you know, they tend to regress. Right. Um, so like that's, that would be something I would, I would understand, but like 41 to 11, I, that's where I was like, oh, there's something went wild there. But, um, again, it was just, I think that's more helpful than like what Wyoming was, which was just a, like a shocking collapse that like had a lot more actual fluky stuff, a lot worse calls and all that. Um, but again, like if you have to look at it, yeah, man, you played the runner up in last year's championship game, you, you won three out of the four halves. And that's, that's not a a way you want to look at it right now. Um, but it is still a fact. Um, so it's, and you won them decisively by double digits. So, I mean, right again, that, that, that 20 minutes was absolutely terrible. It's, it's as bad as it gets, but does that mean that the first 75% of the matchup this season does not count. I don't think that's fair either. So, you know, you just, you kind of have to look at it with a grain of salt. The reality is CSU. I don't think they're a a double digit point team better than San Diego state. I don't think San Diego state is 16 points better than CSU, but they closed really strong. I mean, 18, one run over the last nine Oh three, like you said, it it wasn't that they just scored 11 points is like they scored a couple early and then, you know, there was like a 15 minute stretch there of gameplay where I think they had two total made field goals. Yeah. Um, you're not going to win when your, your star players no. are going one of six from uh, the floor, one of eight from the floor, one of five from the floor combined for seven points in the second half. One, the one, I think they were down 10 and it was a semi breakaway and they threw it to, uh, Josiah strong up, up ahead and then he kicked it back out and I was like, no, no. You could sense the, the hesitation yeah, yeah, yeah. start you to really come could. as it went on. There was Can, another position where Neek and uh, Isaiah Stevens kept They both passed like, up. Dude, just, just, somebody's got to let it fly. Some, yeah, so. Um, and it credit was the Aztecs. Janky. I mean, they're, they're very physical. Oh, yeah. I do think the whistle does benefit them at home. But I said that on the preview going mm-hmm. into it. Like, it, that shouldn't have been shocking to you. They are going, <laughs> you're going to get the benefit of the doubt at home, basically in every venue yeah. in this league. Especially when you dictate the the tone and you know, as, as we have here in the comment section from Casey, shout out to everybody commenting, really appreciate you guys. You know, his main concern from the game wasn't the loss or the margin of victory. It was just the way that San Diego state imposed their will on CSU completely bullied the Rams down the stretch. They were never able to adjust. That's completely fair. I mean, Ryan and I were there in person for the NCAA tournament two years ago in Michigan. And that game, as I wrote in my column, it it felt kind of like deja vu. You have the hot start shooting. It's great. But also sometimes that can be, almost like detrimental to the offense when you hit yeah. like four threes in the first two minutes yeah. and then you start getting a little bit three happy and then you never really get in a mm-hmm. sustainable rhythm offensively. You don't, you know, start playing inside out the ball. Just it's it, everything isn't flowing as well. I don't know. Maybe that's me making an excuse at the end of the day. You'd rather make jump shots than miss them. But I, I have seen that multiple times now over the years where you start hot and then you, you lean on that. Yeah. Look, man, I was I, I coming into the season. I thought this was a really deep team that had a lot of shooting, but I was worried about playing bigger teams. And because I think like I, I still have nightmares from that Michigan game. I just remember the second half they got bullied and like that's exactly what happened uh, in the San Diego State. And again, I still think it was we like 
kind of fluky on how it happened, but San Diego State had a strategy and they said, we're going to beat you up inside and we bet you can't stop us. And we couldn't. They, they took couldn't. our lunch That's money exactly for it. 20 straight minutes. And so took us like, the deep end of the pool, however you want right, to phrase it. Right, exactly. So like if you're looking at a tournament and now you're probably looking at a lower seed, right? Uh, you're looking at probably a, a, a big team coming your way. So uh, I don't know. I I still think that they, if they just play and this is this is going to sound like me, like them critiquing them, like they're the Nuggets. But if they just play the right way, their offense is built to like distribute the scoring. Like Isaiah Stevens is there; he's leading in assists for a reason. The country, or like well, and I don't think there's going to the be a lot of games where every single one of your top guys go that cold. I mean, it really right. was an instance where everything that could have gone wrong it was just went gone yeah. wrong. Now that's now happened to you twice down the stretch. And if you want to be cynical and say this team needs to be more consistent. They've got a, you know, I don't, I just, I don't think it's fair to say they're like letting their foot off the gas. I don't think it's a focus thing. I don't think they're just, they're so veteran. I mean, the the youngest player in the starting lineup is a fourth year traditional senior. Mm -hmm. Other than that, you've got fifth and sixth year players. Really disappointing, uh, a missed opportunity, but you as, would you have been as disappointed if it wasn't such a dominant first half? Yeah, I think it okay. makes it sting you, more. Okay, because like going losing, in, this was, I thought, a scheduled loss for the Rams. And so it was like, I didn't really have any hope until they were up 14. And I was like, oh, they have a chance. And then it was just like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a lot like Boise thing, State where you're just like, oh, oh. I texted Kevin Lytle before the game. And we always kind of have pregame conversations. Mm-hmm. What's your gut say on this one? And he did not feel good. He thought it was going to be a double digit loss. He nailed it. I said, I think they either win convincingly or lose convincingly. I don't think it's like a back and forth okay. type game. And somehow I was basically right on both accounts. Uh, um, but, you know, th- this stinks because you had an opportunity to put yourself in the driver's seat to control your own destiny yeah. in a league that is really tough. I mean, especially if you could have pulled that one out and then followed it up with a home win. You know, you get that road win. Now you, you absolutely have to steal one of these next two and it, it, it's going to be hard. I mean, New Mexico and Utah state, those are not easy draws. The last thing though that I wanted to hit on just in this, this really my instant reaction, my main takeaways from this though, is that while I, I did want to see the team win the mountain West and I still do. I mean, it's not impossible at the end of the day. It is more of a point of pride than something that actually, that is actually tangible. You know I mean? That's fair. Two years ago, Boise State, they won the league. CSU didn't. CSU was a higher seed in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. You don't get an auto bid for winning the regular season title. You can right. win the title, and guess what? Somebody goes on and wins the Mountain West tournament. That's mm-hmm. who gets the auto bid. Again, they're, they're not going to leave the regular season champion out of a league like this that is this consistently competitive. But at the end of the day, and I've been consistent with this take, what matters to me more than anything is a postseason run. Yes. I want to see this team have success in Vegas and beyond, obviously, the NCAA tournament, even more so than the Mountain West tournament. Mm-hmm. All of that is still on the table right now. As of this morning, you're still consistently being projected as a five and six seed. Mm-hmm. These losses have not killed your metrics. You have one bad loss on your resume from a from a metric standpoint. Now, if you want to get into this, this <laughs> is a game that should not have played out the way it did. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, basically long-winded point. It's not the end of the world. It would be cool to see them win the Mountain West. But if, you know, you see them make a run to the Sweet 16, are we really going to be looking back and be like, damn, didn't get that regular season <laughs> title? Like, yes, we're greedy. We want it all. Right. If if I can have it my way, let's win the regular season title. Yeah, let's dude. go to Vegas. Let's win that. And then let's go to the Elite Eight or beyond. I'd and win a championship if I why could. Why not? Yeah. Like, it, it, 
in, in all the sports really. Like, <laughs> and I, and I promise I'm, I'm not trying to be a jerk right here because I have the same hopes and expectations that everybody listening does. I mm. want to see this team accomplish it. I also just recognize that this league is brutal and it was definitely a missed opportunity <laughs> to, to beat San Diego state. But at the end of the day, you tied the season oh. series against them, which is really what you needed to do. What a year to be really good, CSU. Thanks. You couldn't have an off year for the Mountain West. You had to have the one where it could be a... I kind of like it, series. though. Like, oh, I don't... it's great, man. Like Again, it's like it, you, you think it's such a devastating loss, but they are not that far away from like the top of the conference like it's like right there they like we're closer to a seven bid mountain west than a four bid mountain yes west. I, I can completely agree with that which like, is just wild like it's so uh I, it, there's it's just like yeah i can't again it's a scheduled loss it was a disappointing loss the way it happened but i can't say I, that's what makes it tougher to sing loss. because you know that especially because and it wasn't just the first half mm-hmm. you significantly outplayed them in the two halves before that you had a really large sample size of being able to match up with this team and that's that's what made it a little confusing to me the way that Ladie was really able to take this one over is i thought the rams defended him really well in that first game mm. He did pick up the fouls in the first half. They chose to sit him with only two fouls for the rest of the way. Move that certainly worked out because he came out <laughs> fresh and, yep. and ready to go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if if you want to say like, what do we need to look at this matchup for? Because more than anything, I think you just kind of got to try and move on. You've got a big game at home. Yes, it sucks, but they've got to defend the post better. Obviously, great Osabor is a monster uh, they struggled with Dagenhart in the win over Boise State as well. So it, it's it's not like this is a one-game sample size, but they've handled Ladie well in other instances. <laughs> they handled Kalkbrenner well from Creighton, a true seven-footer. I think this team is capable of being much more effective, at least with like slowing these guys down. Now, if a guy like Ladie goes for 20, you can live with that so long as everybody else isn't killing you, but the Rams didn't have any response. And that, right. that's really what it comes down to in the game against San Diego state at home, Nick Clifford, Isaiah Stevens, Joel Scott, all these guys, your stars, they stepped up, they carried you to victory in the game in VA Haas, their stars, you know, they carried them to victory. Guess what? That's how college basketball works. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I just, <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I want to, this was such a frustrating outcome for me because the result was not surprising, mm. but the way that it happens makes it tougher to stomach. I knew that the overreactions were going to come because the way that it played out mm-hmm. when we're winning, everything's great. When we lose, everything's the worst. I don't, I just, I, I'd say it a million times. Don't be Humpty Dumpty. The sky isn't always <laughs> falling, but at the same time, like you have to respond. You yeah. have to win one of yeah. these next two games. Otherwise, it does start feeling a little bit more wins. alarming. Gotta get some road wins. Well, you've got a chance here. They've, UNLV is going to be tough. They still got Air Force on the road, which is, <laughs> I mean, those are the games like you absolutely have yeah. to win. You yeah. can't just go over down the stretch yeah. here. But I'm not, I don't even want to say this, but like, I'll be honest with you. You could lose this game and the next one, and you're still comfortably in the you're NCAA sick. tournament field. You're sick. I put that out there, but yes, you are. You're not because I, I need people to understand where this team is actually at. You're comfortably being forecasted yeah. as a five or a six seed right now. Yes. We want to keep that because yes. you don't want to end up in an instance where you get a brutal draw right off the bat or, you know, you get the eight, nine game and then it's congrats. You won. Now you get to go play, you know, Kansas or, or Houston or something like that. But this team has a great resume. They're in a great spot. We have seen them play incredibly high level basketball for long sustained periods of time. 
much more so than we have seen them collapse. Doesn't mean the collapses don't count, mm-hmm. but you got to take everything, you know, with a little bit of perspective. And the reality is, is this team probably isn't quite as good as the 13 and one start that they had. They're also yeah. probably not quite as bad as the two and four stretch they had in league play somewhere in between. That is a really good basketball team. You had a veteran presence. I'm not throwing in the towel yet. If you know, you watch this Don't game and you decided, man, I'm just out. I, I okay. But I think you're going to be severely disappointed because I, I do still think the most fun uh, has yet to come. I could really use an ice cold polar pop right now. Oh. Uh, it's kind of hot in here. Our friends at Circle K, if I if you sign up with the app, the first five that I get are going to be free. On top of that, I can get 25 cents off a gallon for my first five Phillips. You're losing money if you don't sign up for Inner Circle Rewards with Circle K. 25 cents. 25 cents off per gallon. Oh my God. Not just 25 cents off, Yo. man. That that adds up. You got a truck, dude. I got a truck. Yeah. And in the travel months are coming, man. Travel months are coming. We're coming. We're gonna have to hit Circle K before we go to FOCO on Saturday. Uh, scan that QR code. I'm telling you guys, if you're not going to Circle K, you are missing out. First five Phillips of gas, 25 cents off a gallon. First five polar pops are free. After that, you can get rewards where every six item is free on all kinds of stuff, dispense beverages, donuts, pizza. Whatever your poison, get a free size Polar Pop from any Colorado Circle K right now. Just text DNVR to 31310. That's DNVR to 31310. Message and data rates apply. Periodic recurring messages per month. Terms and conditions can be viewed at CircleK.com. Sign up with the QR code on screen or visit www.CircleK.com slash inner circle for more information. Of course, I got to shout out the homies at Natures of Colorado. They are our presenting sponsor and they are the premier dispensary in Northeastern Colorado. RG, they've got a little bit of everything. You know what's really cool, though? You can pick up conveniently. Don't even have to get out of your car. All their locations have drive throughs Oh, all right. I'm in on that one. That's a game changer, man. Yes, because there's nothing worse than running out and then like, oh, I have to like get boots on. And Especially like, on like a cold jeans. day. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I want to get out. I didn't even want to get out of the house, but oh, drive throughs are great. Super clutch. Order online at naturescolorado.com. Um, some of their deals include a $99 ounce every day. When you use our code DNVR, you can get any shelf ounce for 85 bucks. That's a hell of a deal, guys, especially these days. Exquisite extracts, exquisite extracts, two gram bucket for 15. Remember to use that code DNVR online or mention DNVR in store. All right. Got to respond. Um, just a couple of final thoughts here on San Diego State because I, I don't think there's any point in sitting here for the next 15 minutes <laughs> and being like, Ladie, kick their ass. Yep. We get it. You got to be tougher on the road. You got to be able to defend at a at an elite rate without getting into foul trouble. Again, was the whistle a little bit favorable for San Diego State? Yes, that's going to happen on the road. Hopefully, you get you know a little more 50-50 in the tournament. In the tournament, but the reality is is champions don't make excuses champions find a way to get it done and i think that's what we're going to see from this team moving forward the the response to me matters so much more than this outcome because it it was disappointing but we all kind of expected it coming in Mm -hmm. it's it's like it's like you said it's it's just 
they got dominated. This is such a thing, like like I was saying, you can learn from. This is a learning game. It's like, okay, if they go to Lidi again, like if, if we get a, a big lead on him, if we do the things we were doing right, how do we respond this way? Maybe it isn't with just Isaiah Stevens running at the, you know, hoop or like you know, that that type of stuff. Like maybe we slow it down, right? Maybe we like try Once and when you, yeah, game, you, you, you want to get like, to the hoop, get a guy like Neek, right. you know, in action. I mean, they've been able to get a lot of open shots for the wings. You know, they haven't been very consistent with hitting I, those. As weird as it sounds, I would have gone after Liddy. Like, it, it, okay, if they're going to use him so much on the offense, then I really want to wear him down on the defense and, like, try and, like, just get the energy out of him as soon as possible. But, I again, I don't know if they had that option. Uh, well, part of it, they got, got in hurt. foul trouble. Yeah, 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 that as Joel well. Joel Scott so. fouls out in 17 minutes. Right. Bemba fouled not, out in 11. <laughs> not great. Not great. Um, yeah, and then, so, uh, but, again, if you if you had told me, regardless of how either half went, that CSU went to San Diego State and lost 71 to 55, I'd been like, okay, yeah, that's kind of what happens there. Yeah, so. Disappointing. Be stronger on the glass. Be tougher. Defend better. Get your stars going. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty much the recipe, especially at home. You need your big-time players to step up. This is a really tough game. Utah State just stole one on the road against Wyoming the other night. They've now escaped death on the road two or three times where they objectively should have lost and, and just found a way to get it done. That's what great teams do. That's been the difference between them and CSU in league plays. Mm-hmm. You know, Utah State's been able to go into Laramie and find a way to win when they didn't have their best game. Objectively, they kind of stole one against UNLV when they got the five-point play from the officials. Never seen a game end that way. <laughs> Literally, never seen a game end that way. But, no, I mean, you're not going to make excuses when you're winning. I, I think that's the thing about teams that are well coached, that execute, that, you know, stick to their principles, you also tend to be more lucky because you're not beating yourself. And all of a sudden that one little lucky break that goes your way mm-hmm. went on, you're doing everything else right on top of it. Like right. it feels like it's luck, but in reality, it's just, they're doing the right things. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you do need a ball to bounce your way every now and then we're going to get into our mountain West power rankings here in just a second or my mountain West power rankings. I do them weekly. I wasn't going to do them because there's so many huge games this weekend that it almost feels like an obsolete discussion. These are going to be good for about 30 hours. Kale clip this and I am going to hold Justin to it. But well, here's the thing. (laughs) I I did not want the haters to accuse me of ducking the power rankings because CSU lost by double digits. I'm a man of integrity. I'm here. Win, loss or draw. (laughs) Bro, haters are going to get you either way. I know they are. But before we get to those, I just kind of wanted to pick your brain a little bit. And uh, at the Uh-oh. end, oh, oh, okay, okay. We're gonna wrap. <laughs> we're gonna wrap up with uh, some just a fun little game. We're gonna try and build the perfect school. NCAA football is back. The video game is back. It's probably gonna be terrible, but it's been a decade, and I don't <laughs> care. I'm starving. I need a little bit of dynasty mode in my life. Ooh. If I had to ask you what has stood out the most to you about the Rams this season, what would you say? Um, as heartbreaking as the game of the losses have been, this is the most confident I've been in the Rams in a very long time. Like when I just see them play and when it's rolling, I go, okay, that I can see what works. And when they are doing it their way, that's a tough team to stop. Um, and so, like, I think it's awesome how Isaiah Stevens is still here. <laughs> it's really fun. Glad. I mean, it's, it's, a, so it's a rarity fun. in college sports it's these so days. It's so fun. And again, it's like I did it earlier, but they they sort of just remind me of the Nuggets in a minimalist way. 
in terms of like these guys, as long as you just do the right thing, play the system. Isaiah Stevens is the guy that will make make the right read, find the right guy. And as long as you're opening, you, if you hit the shot, <laughs> it'll be it all. It usually all works out. Um, but it's this fun when was, your best player is inherently that unselfish and team driven. Right. Too. Right. Um, but like, you know, the last, not last year, but like, it was like, um, the tournament year, it still felt like, okay, it's Roddy and Isaiah. And then like, if they get stopped, I don't know who that's a good point. You know? I mean, they are certainly deeper um, top to bottom. And yeah. There've been a lot of folks that have come on the pod and, and confirmed that, you know, I, I, I said it at the beginning of the season and it felt like more of a hot take just because I mean, Roddy's our guy, Every, right. any, everybody that watches well, this not show. anymore. He's still my guy. Not on I, the can't sun, ro- I can't so, rock okay, a yeah, son's yeah. jersey. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. That might look pretty dope. Oh, that's what I was going to The aesthetic is sweet. They got great colors. It's uh, unique. They got a good, they got a good, which but is weird because none of the it. PHNX people like it, but I really liked it this year. Anyways, continuing. Maybe it's just too much purple for them. It's like, you know, it's <laughs> overblown. Like per- they get all the purple and turquoise. Well, they hate and stuff. the white basketball. That's what I've seen the biggest. They want it to be just orange. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. That's fine. But anyways. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> How does Moby compare to some of the other great sporting atmospheres in Colorado? Yo, Moby is like the best place to watch basketball game. Like, it's just so great. Um, I I mean, I've been to uh, uh, hundreds of Nuggets games and really like, look, when ball arena's rocking with 19,000, yeah, it gets really loud. Yeah, I mean, I was there for the NBA finals. That was kind of a different level. Right. Um, But in the state, if you just want to watch a college basketball game, there's genuinely nowhere else to like watch it. Like Moby is just different. It's just a kind of special spot to watch it. I love how just both sides of the court just seem to go up forever. And like, I, I don't, I'm not even like trashing like CU basketball fans, but the Coors Event Center is it's a gorgeous facility, but there's no a, energy. Te- there. It's a terrible, I, I, I think it's awful. I think it, the, all the noise just escapes out the top. Like it's just not, there's no, there's no vibe in it, man. It just like is like, oh, it's kind of like a pit that they threw a basketball court well, on. I'll say it like so. this. To me, the premier, and I'm going to take some flack from Ram fans. From Do this, it. But like the, if we're talking just vibes and atmosphere, mm-hmm. it's Moby and it's fulsome. Like yeah. Coors, it's, it's, it's a lot like Canvas in a sense where it's, it's a gorgeous facility. Right. Awesome place to watch. but And it's not like a bad place to watch a game, but I, I've just never had that many experiences in there where it feels like there's all this raw energy. And a lot of that no. has to do with lack of team success. I get all that. You start winning. Canvas is going to feel... A hell of a lot. Oh, more this rocking. year there's one game canvas will be absolutely nuts for. Well, what's that? Uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Some I heard some kind of coach Deion Sanders is coming. Uh, you called him his name. Oh, what? Am I allowed to call him Deion Sanders on here? I think I, I think I can call him Deion Sanders. I'm hoping that uh, we can keep doing this. Ryan might actually get <laughs> fired before the uh, the end of this segment. Oh man, what does he go by? What's his at on Twitter? Oh, oh, that's right. It's Deion Sanders. That's right. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry. Um, <laughs> you you are just out at the Super Bowl. Um, I'm sure I'm gonna get some fun ones on Twitter for that. Is it more fun to be in Vegas for a conference tournament or the Super Bowl? Now, obviously, oh, the man. Super Bowl is such a once in a lifetime type ordeal. Yeah. Um. If if you want to be there for the coolest like five hour stretch, Super Bowl. Um. But most of the time, it's a what about nightmare. four to five day stretch. Though? It was a nightmare in Vegas, dude. It yeah. the traffic was 
awful. It was a 30 minute drive everywhere. Um, again, it was cool on radio row going, Oh, cool. That's Chuck Liddell. That's like all these celebrities, you know, the Wayne Newton was there. Like it's, that's cool. You see all the NFL guys. It's cool. Um, but it's, I, what I love about the, the tournament week is that it, you can just go back and forth between the stadiums. Like, it's like, all right, I'll go to T-Mobile. I get the CU game. I'll go to uh, Thomas and Mac. I'll get the CSU game. Um, I don't think that there is a, I think Thomas and Mac is an awesome place to watch. I think T-Mobile arena is a cool spot to watch. Um, so I have more fun during the tournament weeks. Uh, the Super Bowl was a lot. I think that's fair. I think that's about what I expected, yeah. but um I'm looking forward to the Mountain West tournament. I'll be out there. We're staying at Circa, which is great. I'll get to them so in a little dope. bit. Also, shout out to CSU as a whole for being great to us. Like I said, they always give Ryan and I oh. awesome access. We'll be up there Saturday. Uh, get a spot help. on the court to shoot. Do you know how awesome that is? Oh, you deserve CSU. it, man. Get great content you're, out you're of it. You're killing it. And uh, Nico Medved, I think, is going to hop on the pod with me for a few minutes hell tomorrow yeah. afternoon. So more info on that. I'll tweet it out, exit out, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um have we figured out what exceed uh, zeet <laughs> power rankings? I'm gonna fly through these because normally it's more of like a full-on segment. Uh, but Dre's not here, and I feel like he's gonna feel left out. Oh, we're gonna start at the bottom if we can. Uh, I can just go through them. Um, Air Force at number eleven. Yeah. I'm just going to keep talking while we work through this on the screen. Um, we're going to have Air Force at number 11. They've lost six straight. Uh, they've got a couple of guys, Bo Becker, you know, they, they can shoot the ball a little bit, but it's tough being the Falcons. Uh, then we're going to go San Jose State and our good friend, Tim Miles. He comes in just oh, ahead of Tim them. Miles. We miss you, buddy. Uh, Fresno State, they are going to be ninth. They are kind of the best of the bad teams. That's really how we have uh, <laughs> established it. Um, so real good. quick, you know, AO wants to say, ask Nico about Cartier's ankle. I absolutely will. They have practice this afternoon, so we might get an update from um, Kevin Lytle. On Didn't that. look good. It did not. Um, from what I've heard, um, sources tell me <laughs> on on the staff that uh who do you know they, who do i know on the stuff uh, just a few guys um they they sounded pretty optimistic last night that he was going to be okay awesome. now awesome. i'm not reporting that like i'm not reporting he's going to be fine that he's going to be there we right. shall see Could i want to be able to ask him but... on record but that that's the big hope is if he does miss time it's only one game um they really need him in these next two matchups so against a uh, great osabor and utah state and then New Mexico, who's got some great size in the post mm -hmm. with JT Toppin as well. Uh, number eight, it's going to be Wyoming. They are a little bit up and down. This middle tier of the conference is frisky, as we have found out, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but, you know, Wyoming, they've had a couple opportunities to pull off big wins and just have come up short. Six, Boise State, they've lost two straight, haven't had a chance to play since. I think they are one of the top four teams in the league, if we're being honest. But power rankings, you know, it's a lot about what have you done for me lately. Uh, Nevada jumps into the top five after falling down to seven at one point. They've pulled off a couple of top 25 wins. Neither of the teams they won against are ranked anymore because of Nevada. So that's kind of a bummer. But uh, Nevada. Oh, wait, you missed UNLV. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, did I? Yeah, You're right. Yeah. You're right. Sorry, Kale. 
They uh, are seven. Yeah, UNLV is seven. That makes much more sense. No, um, no, no. It's cool. I, it's, I looked up at the screen and saw. With the, the Boone brothers, you know, they have the talent to compete with anybody. They're just too inconsistent. That's what it ultimately comes down to. Then six at Boise State. Um, they've got a guy like Tyson Dagenhart. He's awesome. They've been a little bit up and down as well. Um, Nevada, I think they're really dependent on their guard play. They need Blackshear and Lucas to really be great to honestly have a chance most nights. It feels like if those guys don't go prime Kobe with their shot making, <laughs> it becomes very hard for them to sustain success. But I mean, they, they pulled out a couple of wins on the road that were huge for them. Big home win as well. I put CSU at four. I went back and forth on whether I should drop them to five after the second half. I'm going to give them credit for the four game win streak. Homer. No, Maybe no. so. Um, I, I think that I think you're right. When you look at Isaiah and Neek, that's the best one, two punch in the league. I, okay. I think you can make an argument that New Mexico one through eight is maybe a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. San Diego state's really great. Uh, Lucas and Blackshear is a great one, two punch as well. Uh, but I just think CSU ceiling is, is on par with the top four in the league, mm -hmm. especially with, I mean, a high level point guard, like Isaiah Stevens, that's the stuff that translates come postseason time, or at least, it does with uh, the mid-majors that make runs most years. We're going to give San Diego State the edge at three. I think you can make an argument either way, but I mean, with the way that Liddy took our lunch money, it's, it's tough to argue. No, actually, the Rams are actually better, even though CSU was the better team in three of four halves, one right. convincingly, if I really wanted but to. These are weekly power rankings, yeah. dude. If I really wanted to argue with people, I could get into it, but... Um, <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be diplomatic here and fair. And number two, we're going UNM really high ceiling. I just wonder if they can do it away from the pit enough to make an actual run. Number one, jumping all the way back to the top. We've got Utah state. They had lost a couple of games. I dropped them down to like four or five last week, just out of uh principle, but now they've come back. You love to see it. That is our mountain West power rankings for this week. If you like them, tell me why I'm a genius. If I, if you don't like them, keep it to yourself. I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, go ahead and, and comment on that as well. Shout out to the homies over at Breckenridge Brewery. Breck Brew has a beer for any occasion. They've been doing it for 33 years. It all comes down to their love and passion for making good beer. You have always rep in here at DNVR. What's your favorite Breck beer? Ooh, at the moment, winter months, it's Avalanche Chamber. Feels fitting. Got the yeah. abs uh, about to start here. Oh, I will be having some. Head on down to the DNVR bar if you want to hang, watch a little bit of hockey. I'm a big Mountain Beach sour guy. Like that taste of summer and winter makes it feel a little bit less dreary, like the sun will come up tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> check the Breck Beer locator at breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. I almost did the jingle, but I was worried about getting sued. It's okay. Um, and it's going to suck when it snows tomorrow, too, and the sun won't come out. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. <laughs> Finally, shout out to the homies at Circa Sportsbook or Circa Resort and Casino, the world's first ever adult-only casino resort and the world's largest sportsbook. It's three-story stadium style. It is by far the nicest place I have ever stayed in Las Vegas. The rooms are awesome. They've got affordable eating, which is a huge win for me in Vegas. If I can get a decent burger and a Coke for like under 15 bucks, that's such a win, yes. especially these days in Vegas and I just love it there. I mean, stadium swim is obviously the highlight. It's open 365 days a year, six pools, two spas, 15,000 square feet of wet space. You can sit poolside, sipping drinks while you're watching all the action. Maybe not exactly the, the 
pool time of year, but I, no. I'm, were there still people out there? Uh, still people out there, and the top pools are heated. Oh, yes. that's a game changer. Yes. So uh, it wasn't, it's it's not like, yeah, you just have to go sit out in the cold. It, it, you can just hang out in the pool still. And so that makes me yeah. much more excited Circa's to my, be out there. like my March. second home this year. So uh, <laughs> like I've been out there so much and I love it. If you are heading out there for the Mountain West tournament, for an Avs game, just for, you know, shits and giggles, make sure you book your stay with uh, the code DNVR20. You can get 20% off, which again, that is huge to stay at a spot that nice. Downtown is awesome. Uh, you can also download the app at circusports.com. Circus sports beds can be made only while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. Said that one word for word. So yeah. I think we're good on the disclaimers. Um, NCAA football is back. Woo! Which I, I'm so excited. I know that it's going to suck. I do, guys. I know it's just going <laughs> to be a Madden clone. No. And I know that. Uh, um, stupid EA sport. But I'm desperate. And if yeah. you remember back during 2020, I basically spent that entire year playing a, you know, seven year old video game and posting about it and everybody was eating it up. That's because we need this mm-hmm. in our lives. We need dynasty mode. I need to spend three and a half hours on a Tuesday night trying to land this five-star quarterback <laughs> only to have him commit to my biggest rival and me question all of my life decisions. It's going to be so much fun. I, I figured just in the spirit of that, we are going to try and build our perfect schools. I love this using these categories, location, stadium, uniform, which includes Jersey and helmet coach and mascot. This can be however you want to do it. This really isn't that serious. If you're in the comment section, you want to throw out some choices. I certainly am open to suggestions. Ryan, you are my guest. You get the first pick. Oh, we don't even need, we don't need to go top to bottom, but it's probably the simplest way to do it. Where would your ideal foot? And this, this is really through the lens of a football program <laughs> on the NCA video game. Uh-huh. Where would your school be located? Uh, if for me, it's pretty simple. Uh, if I'm going like, I want, I want a passionate fan base. I want big games. So I'm probably, Somewhere in the Florida panhandle, put me somewhere in the SEC like that, that I want a, a temperate climate. I don't really need uh, cold weather. Give me, give me somewhere. Yeah. Just give me somewhere in that area. Cause I just feel like out here, it's not like the football I really want in the college level <laughs> as much as I love Colorado. I so this think. is where I struggle. I went back and forth because I do think you have a couple of elite college towns Okay. In, in Fort Collins and Boulder, but that's not what I'm going for. It's I'm, it's not for, through the lens of, do I want to live here? Because uh, yes, I would significantly rather live in Fort Collins than yes. Athens, Georgia or yes. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. But if we're talking about like the, the support, that's what I'm saying, man, that's where it I does know. get a I little know. bit more tough. Um, and that's why I am going with Texas oh, specifically right. that's that's uh, I'm going with Austin. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just think, you know, you get the vibes of a good town still, but you've still got the crazy football support. hundred percent. Um, I, I like that. So mm-hmm. you got people that care there. It's what matters. You know, we yep. want the support. Uh, we got a comment here from my buddy, Aaron Harris. 
Justin's girlfriend time goes up means NCAA football time goes down. It's actually the inverse. Uh, well, in a couple months, we're going to test it. We'll see if I still have a girlfriend, to be honest. This, this video game might directly impact the relationships in my life. I think it'd be good for content, probably bad for me as an individual, as, as a person who's trying to grow and all that. Um, where is your stadium? Or what is your stadium? Oh, I guess you're so, just taking a stadium. So this one, uh, I had to think a little bit. Um, cause like the obvious ones are like, oh, the big house, you know, or like Alabama or the horseshoe or something like that. Sometimes I think stadiums get a little too big. Michigan's really cool, but it's a big ass bowl. It's like you feel so far away. The one place that I the thing I love, especially about football stadiums, is having them feel intimidating. And Kyle Field for Texas A&M. That's probably, it seems so tall. They're famous for the 12th man. Like, it's just like, that just seems like a spot where if I was walking in as an opponent, I go, oh, shit, this is wild. I think that's a good answer. Okay. Aaron with a comment, give them a school with low expectations, a ton of potential, an Iowa State, Mississippi State, right. UCLA, Colorado Indiana. Buffaloes. Yeah. UCLA, I'll push back on. I, they don't have any money. You're in Los Angeles where they don't give a shit about college athletics. Coach would rather leave to be an OC at a school in your own conference and stay there. Iowa, Iowa State, Kansas State, those type of schools would be interesting to me. Places where they they do have the passion, but maybe not quite the the same expectation. Ah, Aaron blew it for me. Oh. I'm going with the BYU stadium. Um, okay. I don't remember right. what it's called, but the, the atmosphere is awesome. It's right against the Lavelle Edwards stadium yeah, is what that is a, called. That's quite the scene. Yeah. 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 The scenery is, is awesome. Um, so maybe I'm factoring that in a little bit too much, the backdrop and not okay. necessarily the stadium itself. Okay. I thought about going, with Brian Denny, Tuscaloosa is a lot of fun. It's hostile, mm -hmm. but I also don't think it's quite as hostile as like a Death Valley in LSU or something like the that. Swamp too. The swamp, swamp was, yeah, was, was up there. But uh, BYU is about as hostile as it gets when you're west of the Mississippi. Oh man, and they're all sober and they know what they're doing. When it's you're all jacked up on Diet Coke <laughs> and you're both intense, but you're still like sober enough to come up with insults, it's kind of a deadly combo. To be honest, Utah State fans at the Mountain West tournament, some of the more like intense, I'm not, this isn't me crying. I love the passion. Kind of mean at times. Oh, dude, because that like adrenaline is the is the number one drug they can have. It's what I mean. That's, that's really produced. Yeah, it. that's self-produced. So like they're buzzing. That's their sugar rush. So yeah, that you're definitely right. And they're always just like locked in. Pick your unis. Bro, this was the hardest one. Cause this one, I assumed it was like you kind of have to go color scheme. And so I'm a purple guy. So like Washington and LSU were up there, but hang on, Kale. There is one aesthetic that I just have loved for my entire life, and I've thought they've gotten even better, But and that is the Florida State Seminoles jerseys. I love the spear on the side of the helmet. Looks awesome. Maroon and gold, phenomenal color combination. Uh, they have some awesome, they have the black like uh, alternates. I just think they have the coolest look in college football. That's a good answer. Their helmets are awesome. Yeah. The, they have the cool trim, the print, like the native yes. print on the jerseys. Yes. The golden maroon balances really well. It's a good choice. I did not I did not factor them in enough. I'm a less is more guy when it comes to uniforms. Okay. Some of my, like, I love Bama's uniforms. Yeah. I love Texas's <laughs> uniforms. Like as less as you can get. I think CU's traditional uniforms, CSU's traditional oh. uniforms are better 
than their alternate uniforms, even though like we see teams where, yes. you know, more alternate these days, the, the Oregon route, that, mm-hmm. that would not be me. I, I would be mm-hmm. traditional. Maybe we have one alternate that we rock out. Um, like I ag need, day. I know I, I, I need Oregon to rock more of the school colors. Well, see we, in the comment section here, Aaron says Oregon gets the recruits, That's, but they don't, they haven't they won anything. To, yeah. So, I mean, has it really, I mean, it, I clearly Oregon football is more relevant in 2024 because of Nike than they would have been otherwise that that was obviously a huge selling point. I'm just a traditionalist. Um, and I've been stalling cause I can't make up my mind on which one that I want to do. Uh, but I'm it's Michigan, isn't it? I do. Michigan's great. It's solid. Um, legendary love the M I think I got to go just traditional Texas with the okay. burnt orange that and was, white uh, is really was, crisp. That was up there for me. Yeah. That's a good looking uni. Uh, the, the road looks good. The home looks good. I almost said CSU just to pander. And I do, I do genuinely believe that the CSU traditional helmet is one of the cooler. Mm-hmm. It's the best version of the Rams helmet, the St. Louis Rams, whatever Bring Los back Angeles Rams, whatever the pants. hell are they? They can kick rocks. We are the premier Ram brand in sports. Um, that's why that helmet's not going anywhere, by the way. It. It's, it's very much. I love it. Important. Um, Nike's a huge factor for Oregon. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with you. I, I don't disagree with the comment section. I, it's just not what I would pick, and I'm designing my own yeah. my own team here. Who's your coach? Oh man, I mean, like it, you, it's hard to like not go Nick Saban or something like that. But he's technically not important. So that's what so I wanted not, to ask you: Are we I'm going not, of any coach ever? Uh, I'm not gonna. So I, I did not go ever. I did not go like historic. I was gonna say at least current or I think available college coach. Well, technically he's available. So technically he's available, but Saban he is reti- like, he, he right. openly it's like, who's your favorite yeah. nugget? You know, it's like, uh, oh, it's probably Jokic. It's like, it's like, um, so by that argument, Jim Harbaugh would not be eligible for uh, this because he's not I, available. I, that's what I would say. That's what okay. I would say. Cause he's on the, uh, he's on the chargers now. Um, I would go, especially for, for how I think kids are nowadays. I'm going to go Dan Lanning, dude. He seems to go like, he just seems to get like, like, I don't know if I saw it, I would get fired up. I've seen how it works against, uh, he, he's clearly a better recruiter. I'd like, I just, I don't know. I, I know he hasn't like done much and he hasn't gotten to any like playoff games, but in terms of like the up and coming coach, I go, I bet he's in the conversation for a long time. I really look forward to sharing. May not this even be at Oregon. Oh, I know. I know. I can't. The, oh, dude, we're going to get certain crowds. He's Florida. Kirby State, Smart Dan was right there, dude. Kirby Smart was right there. Well, but, that um, that's uh that's going to be my coach. Okay. So. Okay. All right. All right. That's. I think he's without Saban. I think Kirby is the answer in terms of who's the best coach in college football. Um, I think you could throw out a guy like Ryan Day of Ohio State, despite yeah. his recent shortcomings yeah. against Michigan. I do love Dan Lanning though, and I. Yeah. As a, a Bama supporter, that's who I was hoping they would be right. able to steal away. I, I like the hire. I love DeBoer. I think he's a really great offense mind. So I did at Fresno State at Indiana. It's solid. I don't think he will have the same type of juice as a guy like Dan Lanning. Uh-huh. So, yeah, no, that's where I'm at. I don't think I don't even know if Dan Lanning is going to make Oregon work, but I just see him as like uh, uh, like the up and coming. What about Dabo? Did you think? Uh, I'm not a Dabo okay, guy. Dabo. I don't think he, I, anybody that's still complaining about NIL in 2024 <laughs> is just so the game's right, passed you by. You're so right. Down, downhill. Moment of truth. Who is your mascot? Oh, this was so tough. So I have two for uh mascot and live mascot. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's where it's, it's yeah. Okay. 
Um, I think you would probably agree with this because you said it earlier. Um, I like the BYU Cougar. That dude seems Cosmo. like the Rocky of uh, of college football. He just seems to be doing just the gnarliest things. When it comes to live mascots, though, I mean, this one's so simple. You got to do the best one, and that is a live tiger. That is Mike the Tiger from LSU. Uh, like, that is insane. You have a tiger on the sidelines? Get the hell out of here. That's the wildest thing you could have. A tiger. A freaking tiger, dude. It's a good one. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Oh, man. Oh, Stanford Cardinal. That's a good one. That's a good one, Aaron. There's a lot of options you could go with this one. Again, I the think tree. if... I think um, Cosmo, the BYU Cougar, is the best. Like, if you want to go, like, Rocky, the super yeah. mascot, yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, I just went with, um, I guess I'll come up with one. We'll, we'll go Cam the Ram for uh, the BYU Cougar, and then we will go. Now nah, we're just going Cam the Ram. Cam the Ram's Let's the best go. mascot. Let's go. I don't care. Cam the Ram is our guy, um, you know. Proud to be, baby. Always. Oh, dude. Cam's awesome. I will say, though, the Air Force Falcon is pretty cool, too. That's uh, fair. That's fair. And, I mean, obviously, Ralphie is, is very neat as well. I got I to gotta be honest. Hey, dude, Ralphie, run past the 50-yard line this year, and maybe I'll put you back That's up a good here. point. His, his power rankings probably at an um, all-time low. It, it, that's uh, And I, I would even think that's a strong Ralphie opinion. on I, fraud, I fraud Watch? <laughs> This is what see and she I'm doesn't telling seem you, to be very interested. In, a lot in being of CU out fans will probably get upset that it's like, oh, excuse me, Ralphie is the best live man. I no one has complained about how the lack of running from this year's Ralphie more than CU fans. I and I've seen well, it's it true because the thing close. is, is Cam like struts. It's obviously more physically intimidating when Ralphie Cam sprints, run. <laughs> but it's got something dragging him down. Um, but. You know, when it comes to like strutting like Snoop Dogg pimp style, you know, oh, that's yeah. Cam the Ram. Dude. Now, Ralphie, when Ralphie's coming out and sprints across the field all the way 100 yards, it's pretty dang intimidating. Yes. But what we saw this past year, you know, got some room to grow. Yeah. Got some room to grow. That's all I'm saying. We took more jokes than I intended to on uh, this shout one. Out, shout out to Blaster the Burrow, too, at the mines. Those, that's dope. Get big Cam energy right there. I'm with, yeah, mine's low, low key, kind of like a cool aesthetic. Their cool stadium, aesthetic. Love the colors. sweet location yeah. over there in golden uniforms are solid for a D2 team. Oh, like their logo is yeah. kind of yeah. unique. And the starting salaries once you graduate. Woo. That's uh that's for folks that were smarter than Rams or buffs. So I think we can leave it at that. Shout out to kale behind the sticks, making our dreams come true. Thank Shout you. out to all you in the comment section. Thank you for rocking with us. Uh, like I said, looking to get Nico Medved on the pod tomorrow, uh, but I will post more info when I have that. Uh, Ryan and I will be in Foco Saturday for a huge game against Utah State. Fight like a Ram. Some things are bigger than sports, and the this has really just become one of my favorite annual traditions. So I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to being there. I'm glad RG can be there so we can get the video spotlight and really capture the moment. Much love, y'all. Always proud to be. Peace. PJ
Bitches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water together, make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I wanna be. I got blood on my shirt, like I wear my heart on my sleeve. She said I look good in red, but that went straight to my head. So now she's rocking my tees, tucked into new Prada jeans. And we ain't spoken a month, but I just saw her last week. The lipstick stain still on my cheek, like we ain't talk enough. And we always seem to laugh, but never nod at us. So the future's looking grim, it's kinda ominous. And this song ain't about love, that'd be too obvious. See, this is more about lust and all of my misconceptions. And this is more about me and all of my self-deception. I'll tell myself a lie, 100 times don't need corrections But every night I pray to God, I hope I learn my lesson And the peaches out from Palisade And they sweet as mama's marmalade And this should sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums And my mama slapped that bass, and my sister sang these songs Dancing hand in hand, we were tripping two left feet Like a middle school slow dance, no one knew how to leave But I'm still thankful for these days